Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Friday, which means that it's time for our Agile Not-So-Agile episode of The Daily Stand-Up. This is one where we talk to you about something that's going to help you grow, something that's going to help you make help make you a better person, and something that's going to help carry you through the next week. So I hope you had an amazing week this week. Today, I want to talk to you about a story, a parable, about a heart surgeon and a Formula One mechanic. So let's go into detail and talk about this. So there was a Formula One mechanic who retired in a small town out in North Carolina, and he opened up his own shop. So he fixed cars and he did auto repair. There was a local garage. He had regular customers and people loved to go to him because he was friendly. He liked to talk to people. And they especially loved to go to him because he was a former Formula One mechanic. So his precision and accuracy and everything that he did was just top notch, right? The The deal was, though, he invested his money in his garage, but it was in a small town. So he wasn't exceptionally wealthy, but he was always exceptionally happy. So one day's out and one of his regular customers pulls up and he knows this guy really well. The guy pulls up and uh, he's in a nice Mercedes and he pulls in and the guy who pulls in is a heart surgeon. And the heart surgeon pulls in and he's getting his car worked on. And the mechanic turns to him and they're having some small talk. And the mechanic finally breaks in and says, so tell me, I've been wondering about this for a long time. He says, what we both do for a living is pretty similar. And uh, the heart surgeon just kind of stopped and made a face at him. So let me explain. So for those of you who aren't aware, Formula Formula One mechanics are the best in the world, right? They're known all over the world for their precision and their ability to take apart an engine, reassemble it with poise and dexterity, and they're known for the fine-tuning and the precision uh, parameters for that engine and the power that they can create with their very own hands with minimal tools, right? Much like the heart surgeon, who's also known all over the world for their precision and ability to work in a, in a complex situation, uh, and it can work on a heart and get things tuned to precision with simple tools in, their, tools in their own hands. So the mechanic's question was, if what we do is so similar, why do you get paid so much more than me? And then the surgeon smiled and thought about it for a couple of seconds and said, you know, um, I agree. You work on large, complicated engines. Uh, you check how it's running, fix it up, uh, open it up to fix it, uh, straighten up and clean all the valves, put in fresh seals, put it all back together. It works like new. As a surgeon, you do a lot of those same things. But why do you wake so? Why do you make so much more money than I do? And the surgeon finally smiled with a gentle reply and said, "I have mad respect for what you do, my friend." He says, "But." Try doing the same thing with the engine running. Now, if you think about that, obviously the heart stays running, the engine doesn't. Yeah, but but it's just it. What's so interesting to me is that sometimes I think when we look at what others have and what others do, we forget about what we have and what we do, right? And I think that there's so much going on with social media and with other pressures that are claiming or charging us to to think differently and to think in ways that we we need to be woke or that we need to be aware that we need to be like the Joneses or we need to have all the same material things or that we need to have equality and that everyone should be paid the same thing and that you know people shouldn't have more than others that if I have more than you do that I should share mine so that you should have some too and while I'm all about having equal shares and while I'm all about 
helping those who are less fortunate. And while I'm all, all about <clears throat> providing opportunity for those who may not have opportunity, and I'm all about doing those right things, the one thing that drives me crazy is when people come in thinking that anyone can be a heart surgeon, right? Or for that matter, that anyone can be a Formula One mechanic. I know some really good mechanics that would never make it as a Formula One mechanic. I know some really good surgeons that could never be a heart surgeon. So I think what I'm trying to say is that we suffer, especially here in the United States. I know in other places of the world it's true too, because I've been to many countries, but we suffer from this capability, this humanist carnal knowledge that especially the latest generation has been told that you can be whatever you want, that you can do whatever you want. And that's probably not true, right? <laughs> I think that we've done ourselves a disservice by, by teaching our children and by teaching other people that they can do anything that they want to and that everyone has a fair chance or equal chance to do things. You know, one of my friends, one of my very close friends said, Lee, he says, you ought to run for president one day. First and foremost, I, I would never have a desire to run for president. Uh, and it's not because I don't feel like I have good qualifications. It's just because I would never want to put myself or my family through such a ringer. But second, more importantly, it takes hundreds of millions of dollars to be able to run for president and even remotely get close to being successful. And, and that's something that I don't have just to throw at a moment in time, right? And I think that sometimes we don't take those things into consideration. While I know many children who would love to be an astronaut or an NFL football player, the truth is the quarterback or the, the child who's playing quarterback at your playground league right now stands a very small chance of being the quarterback for the junior high team who stands an even smaller chance of being a quarterback for the high school team, who even stands a smaller chance of being a quarterback at the college level, much less a major college level, Division One, much less, and then that Division One college football quarterback only has a one in 26 chance of becoming an NFL quarterback. I think you see where I'm going with this. When there's only 26 people in the world who've achieved that highest level or the highest degree of, of mechanical transformation and and precision and accuracy, it's it's good to dream, and it's good to dream big, but it's hard to dream impossible. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, how do we better align ourselves? Do we lean more towards the sides of, uh, of the, the precision of the Formula One mechanic, who's perfectly precise, does everything that they can to formulate a way to do things, and operates with technical precision every single time so that they can craft and structure things and know that they're going to work and function the way that they intend? Or are we more like the heart surgeon who doesn't know the whole problem until they're in there? And then once they know the problem, they have to work on that engine while it's running and get it to continue to run and fix the problem all in one fell swoop. Now, what I can tell you is we all fall somewhere in that spectrum, right? And I guess what I'm trying to say is as a leader, as a thought leader, as a team leader, as a leader in an agile organization, what tips, tricks, or things do you do to try to help you sway one way closer to the other to decide the pendulum that you need to be? And I don't think it needs to be all or nothing. I don't think you need to either completely be heart surgeon or completely be Formula One mechanic. But I think that if we look at both our lives and our jobs, our agile jobs, we could easily see that this correlates quite well. That while we don't know everything 
it's important that we know something and it's important that we get that information and that we convey that information so that we can accelerate what we've learned and what we know and so that we can eventually get to the point where there's more people who know what we know so that without the pool being diluted we can have an opportunity to share that knowledge even further and to give people the enlightenment that they need in order to be successful so for me i feel like sometimes i'm closer to that heart surgeon where i know what i'm doing but i do it while the engine's still running i know in an agile implementation it's hard to say let's just stop doing everything and start doing it a new way right sometimes you got to keep those wheels greased you got to keep things moving in the right direction and you're oftentimes charged with you know implementing agile or changing over the current project management practices all the while while still practicing agile for yourself and for your organization etc so it's it's one of these things where there there's a lot of pressure for people to do the right thing but the question is what do you do when that happens right so my challenge is for this friday i want you to figure out where you are on a spectrum i want you to figure out who you are what are you trying to do in this life what are your personal goals and professional goals and where does that place you does it place you more in the, in the, in the camp of having the having to stop everything refocus and get on to where you need to be like a like a formula one mechanic or are you more like a heart surgeon where when there's more moving parts you can just figure out where you need to be and make fine-tuning pivots and adjustments to get there and my hope is that once you even get close to getting there that you'll include me that you'll include your peers and that you'll celebrate and know that getting to where you are is a big achievement i had several people over the last couple of weeks ask me you know how can i apply some of these agile principles at home and how can i make my life better and i think that in order to do that you really have to understand that these principles are not one size fits all they are applicable at every single level of what you're trying to do via relationships communication etc and that you need to identify clearly what your goals are and what your deficiencies are so that you can focus on improving your deficiencies and achieving your goals so that you will have greater continuity across your family or across what you're trying to do and it'll bring you more happiness eternal happiness and joy if you take an opportunity to figure that out so with that i hope you have an enjoyable weekend i hope it's awesome i hope that i've taken a journey where you can learn something uh tune in next week where we're gonna have a lot of additional episodes of the daily stand-up we, we've got some exciting interviews coming up here soon i know i've been saying it but they really are coming up we're gonna be recording some this week i hope that these interviews and that the folks that i bring on will help you uh, fill those empty voids that you have with knowledge from uh, credible leaders. And uh, if you haven't told your friends about The Daily Stand-Up already, I encourage you, challenge you to find three friends that don't know about The Daily Stand-Up. Tell them about it and have them subscribe. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next week, have an, have an amazing weekend, and uh, we'll talk then. Do take care.